Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to talk about making hard decisions for your wedding. This is going to be a little bit of a story time podcast sharing some of my experiences and some hard decisions that we have had to make uh, in the lead up to our wedding. At the time of recording, we are about three three and a half weeks out from our wedding um, and have had to make some very tough decisions in the last sort of 24, 48 hours. And I immediately thought I got to record a podcast about it while I'm kind of in the thick of it, uh, just to sort of share this experience and pass on any wisdom. I don't know if I'm quite at the wisdom stage yet, but just any learnings or lessons or regrets um, from this, I wanted to pass it on to you. And hopefully this is helpful and gives you, you know, some tips or something that will help you handle a similar situation, or maybe just someone to commiserate with. You can nod along and know that uh, other people are dealing with incredibly hard decisions for their wedding too. So the ones that I'm going to talk about today are mostly related to COVID. And if you are having your wedding, you know, um, I can't even safely say next year, if you're having your wedding in like 2023 uh, or beyond, hopefully this is not something you have to deal with. Um, but at the same time, lots of people in 2020 said the same thing about 2021. And here we are in 2021, and it is a definite problem, if not more of a problem. <laughs> um, so, you know, don't don't count your chickens before they hatch. If you're having a wedding this year or next year, there's a good chance you're going to have to have some sort of COVID restrictions or at least awareness of COVID in mind um, for your celebration. So... <sighs> Let's get into it. So at uh, the time of um, planning our wedding, our officiant, so the person who was going to marry us, and our photographer uh, were both unvaccinated. Or they both are unvaccinated. Um, it's not something we were super comfortable with. Uh, my partner and I 
we are um, pro-vax. I'm not going to make this, you know, it's not a political statement. It's a public health statement. It's a science statement. It's a saving lives, caring about our loved ones, wanting the world to be in a better place statement. So please get vaccinated if you are not. Um, ask questions from reputable sources. Talk to doctors and epidemiologists, not people who have hidden YouTube channels. Look at the stats. Look at the data. Um, sorry, I don't want to go off on this tangent, but uh, definitely something I'm very passionate about in terms of saving lives. Um, so we knew that our officiant and photographer were unvaccinated when we first hired them. Uh, this was pre-vaccines, and we assumed they would be getting vaccinated and then came to find out that they were not. Um, this was probably like three or four months out from our wedding. Um, we're hearing from them that they were, you know, trying to get to a place where they could get vaccinated. That was the understanding. We got lots of conversations with them. Um, and it's a bit of a tricky situation because not only are they our officiant and photographer, but I also do some work for these uh, vendors. And also, you know, we are friends with them. We've been to their house for dinner in uh, pre-COVID times, things like that. So it's a bit of a tricky situation and that we are their uh, couple, but they're also like clients of mine. They're also, you know, my boss. Uh, and then we are also friends with them. So very tricky, very difficult to navigate. Um, throughout the whole thing, we were pretty uncomfortable with it. Uh, just not really feeling great about having two unvaccinated people in our space, especially, you know, a photographer who is going in and amongst the crowd to take photos and then an officiant who is literally talking, you know, at our faces for 15, 20 minutes, um, we had decided, okay, we'll just, you know, we'll go ahead with it. Our ceremony is hopefully going to be outdoors, weather permitting. We're going to ask them both to wear masks. Um, even though that might not look so great in photos, we were, you know, hoping that that would be the safer choice. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, about three and a half weeks before our wedding, some new rules came down that said in our area that for indoor weddings, um, everyone would have to show proof of vaccine. So currently our ceremony is set to be outdoors. However, if it rains, we'll be moving indoors. And then our reception uh, will also be indoors. We might be taking some photos indoors, that sort of thing. Um, so, oh, sorry about that. I got a text. Um, so we were really, really nervous, uh, especially in our area. Rain is likely. <laughs> we're getting married in the fall. There's a good chance it is going to rain and we are going to have to move indoors. And we just couldn't imagine, you know, the day of the wedding, it's raining. We wake up in the morning and all of a sudden we like legally are not able to have our officiant and photographer because they're unvaccinated. Um, so it was, a, it was a really, really tough, really tough situation where, you know, we could take a chance, hope that the weather stays, ensure that we keep every part of our wedding outside. Um, we can also just keep crossing our fingers, hoping that our officiant and photographer do come around and get vaccinated before our date. Um, but for us, it was just getting too risky. And this was really starting to be the last straw. Um, we were, you know, less than 30 days out from the wedding. We were already not super comfortable with their vaccine status. And now it was, you know, going to be almost a legal issue. And we just couldn't imagine trying to find backups on the day of our wedding um, or, you know, spending the next three and a half weeks crossing our fingers that something would change. It was just going to be so much easier for us to make a call, have that hard conversation and have to find a brand new officiant and brand new photographer 27 days before our wedding, <laughs> which sounds absolutely nuts. I did not think that would be a situation we'd be in as these were some of the very first vendors uh, we locked down. We actually chose our wedding date based on our officiant and photographer, their availability. Um, so wild to me that less than a month before our wedding, we were having to find brand new um, vendors. And these are like not, you know, no offense, but if you had to find a new baker or a new florist or, 
even a new, you know, DJ or something like that, not the end of the world, you know, okay, this bakery didn't work out great. There's 12 other bakeries. They can obviously make another cake, but like the officiant and the photographer, those like you need those people <laughs> on the day. I would say those are probably the two main vendors that you have to have. Uh, if you're not having a wedding planner, I would say officiant and photographer are probably the two. Um, most people don't want to get married without having someone there to take photos. And then obviously you need an officiant or a celebrant or a commissioner, whatever they're called in your area to actually legally marry you. Um, I also just want to say as a caveat here, where I'm from, you are not able to just have a friend go get ordained online or go down to city hall or anything like that. Trust me, I know the rules. I work for this officiant company. That is not a thing in my area. So this wasn't a situation where we could just say, you know, get my brother to go online and get ordained or something like that. That's not uh, possible in my area. So we definitely needed an actual officiant and photographer. So we decided to make that tough call. And um, it was just something, you know, my partner and I had been talking about already for a while. And we decided um, it was time we really needed to uh, to officially let them go and start the search for somebody new just because we did not want to spend the next three weeks super stressed, you know, crossing our fingers for good weather, crossing our fingers that our officiant and photographer do decide to get vaccinated. And then, you know, if we make the call any later, we're really not leaving ourselves much time to find new vendors. So we had sort of had that conversation and then decided to send an email to our officiant and photographer, letting them know sort of where we were coming from. Um, and again, it was a very difficult uh, email to send because it was such a delicate relationship. They're not just our vendors, they're our friends, they're my boss. <laughs> um, but luckily it, it went over really, really well. They sent us a response the next morning, just saying you know, how grateful they were for our kind words and they totally understand where we're coming from and they support us. So it really did go off as about you know, as well as it possibly could. Um, we we are very grateful to have that experience and also even more grateful that we were able to find uh, a new officiant and a new photographer that same night. Actually, we sent the email Monday night and we had um, a new officiant and a new photographer already lined up uh, that same evening, which was great. And again, I was still able to use those same connections I have um, with my work in the wedding industry to find an officiant and to find a photographer who luckily were both available um, and so happy and willing to do our wedding and were both fully vaccinated. And just there was such an immense feeling of relief. Like as soon as we made that decision and we had sort of been waffling on this decision for months really, but definitely a lot in the last few weeks, there was just this huge weight off of our shoulders when we finally decided, okay, this is the call we're going to make. We are, you know, parting ways with our original officiant and photographer. We're going to go and find someone new. Um, it was stressful. It was definitely a very stressful, especially, you know, little 12, 24 hours there when we did make the decision and we were on the hunt for, for new vendors. Um, but it felt like such a relief to know that we'd be able to go into our wedding with fully vaccinated vendors and guests and just create a much safer environment. We don't have to worry about the weather. I mean, we still don't want it to rain, but it's not, it's no longer a legal issue if it rains and we have to move indoors. Uh, we didn't have to worry about, you know, crossing our fingers for anyone's vaccine status to change. Um, it was just, it was a huge, huge weight off our shoulders. And I think was my sign that we had actually made the right call because any time in the past where we've had to make difficult decisions. I think I talked about it before, but when the coronavirus first hit, my partner and I were living abroad in Europe and we had to decide if we were going to come home to uh, to Canada where we live or if we were going to stay in Europe. And that was a super difficult decision, pros and cons, waffling, um, you know, couldn't decide back and forth. When we finally did make the call, it was super stressful. We had to pack up our entire apartment and get on a plane in less than 24 hours 
you know, on hold with the airlines all day long, trying to get tickets, add our dog to our, to our flight. Um, just absolute, absolute madness to get it all done. Um, but as soon as we had made that decision, there was that huge relief off the shoulders of like, okay, the decision is made. We have a plan of action. We know what we're doing. Um, it does feel safe. And of course, in hindsight, so glad we came home when we did. And I think that's exactly how we're going to look back on this decision. Just so glad that we made the decision that we did. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So the other part of this, um, sort of on the same topic of COVID regulations and restrictions was our guests. So, um, you know, vendors were one part of it, but then we also had to deal with guests. And unfortunately, we do have a few guests who are either not vaccinated, vaccine hesitant, um, or, you know, just partially vaccinated. We're not sure if they'll be fully vaccinated by our wedding day. And that's, you know, some more hard conversations to have. And I would think, um, probably even harder, especially for those of you listening, there's a good chance, you know, your vendors are just your vendors. They're not also your friends and your bosses. <laughs> um, so having the conversations with guests is probably a lot more difficult. And I've seen on all the Facebook groups, people will say like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, should I make vaccines mandatory? But my, you know, my whole side of my mom's family is not vaccinated. And all of the comments are always like, well, too bad. You're not vaccinated. You can't come. But like, it's so easy to say that when it's not your people, when it's not your situation, but it's really difficult when you, you know, have a wedding with 20 people and you have to tell your brother, Hey, your new wife who you just married last week can't come to our wedding because she won't get vaccinated. (laughs) Like that's a really hard conversation to have, especially in these times when, um, vaccines have unfortunately become really political and people are, you know, taking, these mandates super personally is like, you know, it's attack of my personal rights, which is just, oh, again, don't want to get into it. But, you know, um, it's, it's difficult. And there's a lot of really um, tough conversations that have to be had and decisions that have to be made. And you can definitely, um, you know, it can be awkward, but it can also be a situation that like ends a relationship, which is horrible to think that this is someone who's been in your life for years and years and years. And something like this is going to be the reason why, you know, you no longer are in each other's lives. Um, And I've always said, you know, throughout this podcast, anytime there are wedding issues, you know, you see all the time in the Facebook groups, people saying like, I had to kick out a bridesmaid because she wouldn't answer my text messages about what time she's going to go get her dress fitted. And it's like, really? Like you're ending a 15 year friendship because you're, you know, girlfriend couldn't get back to you in a week about her dress fitting, like just silly things like that. Um, and I, and I can see that happening again with the COVID restrictions. Unfortunately, this is a little bit more important than, you know, getting a dress altered, especially in our situation when it now is like a legal requirement. We can't, um, you know, legally have people in our wedding who are not partially vaccinated. 
um, it's really difficult. So we've definitely had to send out our fair share of awkward texts and messages and uh, some emails. We haven't actually gotten on the phone yet because we are dirty, filthy millennials who refuse to do that. <laughs> but I think that's probably the next step. Um, yeah, it sucks. It's It sucks. It's really awkward. And I'm sorry if you're going through this and are having to make these sort of calls, especially when they are close relationships or, you know, sometimes even worse, it's people you aren't personally close to, but like, you know, it's your in-laws or something like that. And it's a weird thing of like, oh, I don't want to, you know, not include my in-laws in my wedding day. This is supposed to be the joining of two families. Um, it's just the whole thing is awful and awkward. And if everyone could just get vaccinated, that would really help. <laughs> um, but let's sort of jump into some of the lessons here, some tips that might be able to help you if you're dealing with your own um, hard experience. And I know I've mostly been talking about COVID and COVID restrictions and vaccines this whole time, but I really do think a lot of these tips and this whole experience can be related to any hard choice you have to make for your wedding day. So cutting down your guest list, uh, working with your parents in terms of, you know, people that they want to invite, money issues, if you have to cut your budget or get asked for more money, cutting out toxic people, if you do sort of find through the wedding planning that there's people in your life who are really, you know, not showing not I don't want to say not showing up for you in the right way because I, I think we do put a huge expectation on our friends to become party planners and essentially like wedding servants at certain points I don't think that's it but you know what I mean there's definitely some relationships that come to light that you're like wow that's not somebody who I you know who I want to be want to have in my life not someone who I want to be a part of my wedding um, if you have to like switch venues, uh, for example, if your weddings got postponed, which I'm sure lots of people have had to deal with or canceled last minute or downsized, that's all, you know, huge, big decisions you need to make. If any of your vendors go out of business or don't have availability and you have to make a switch, um, all of these are big, hard wedding decisions. And I think a lot of the lessons here can really apply to those as well. So the first thing I want to say is that you should try to choose the path of least resistance. And by this, I don't mean like totally opting out and just being like, oh, the path of least resistance is to shut down my inbox and turn off my phone and never answer a message again. And just, you know, what'll, what'll be will be not like that, not laissez-faire, not totally detached, but just doing the thing that feels best to you. What feels good? What feels right? What's going to help you sleep at night? Like if this is an issue that is keeping you up at night, you know, you can't stop scrolling on your phone or writing yourself notes or you, you know, you go to bed stressed, you wake up stressed, you're thinking about it all day long. Um, and that is, uh, even as I'm saying that right now, that is exactly how we felt about our original officiant and photographer. Every single day, it was on my mind about their vaccine status, you know, looking at their Instagram for clues that, you know, something was going to change, uh, following restrictions really closely to see what was happening. So just, you know, knowing that that was on my mind and bothering me so much uh, has really helped me feel better about the decision we made. What's going to give you a sense of relief? What's going to give you that feeling that something has been lifted off your shoulders? And sometimes it helps just to say the choices out loud. Like if you say, um, yes, we are going to downsize our wedding, cut it to 25 people and move it to my parents' backyard, you know, saying that out loud, how does that feel? Does that feel like a weight off your shoulders? If like, you know, having made that decision. Um, you also want to prioritize health and safety. And I mean this both, uh, you know, mental health and also physical health. I mean this for yourself, but also for your guests and also for your vendors. And I think this is relevant to not just COVID issues, obviously COVID um, super big issue when it comes to health and safety, but for non-COVID issues too, like the other things, you know, cutting your guest list, cutting out toxic people, 
your budget changing, venue changing, vendors changing? How does that affect the health and safety? Remembering mental health as well as physical health for yourself, for your guests, for your vendors, and how can you prioritize that health and safety uh, while you make these decisions. So for us, obviously prioritizing the um, physical health of all of our guests, of ourselves, of our vendors, in order to do that, I think the best way to prioritize their health is to go with as many fully vaccinated, safe people as possible. Um, and that also is prioritizing our own mental health in that we don't need to deal with um, the stress of and worry of having unvaccinated people in our space because just my absolute nightmare is waking up the next morning or, you know, three days from the wedding and getting a phone call that someone's tested positive and, you know, uh, you know, we're the source of some sort of super spreader event. Um, I think we are taking a lot of good precautions. The fact that all of our vendors and guests will be, um, if not fully vaccinated, at least have one shot. Um, and that would only be, you know, one or two people who would be in the one shot category. Everyone else would be fully vaccinated. Um, the fact that we're going to have the ceremony outside, the fact that we're only going to have 22 people at our wedding, I think we are taking some good precautions. We are happy to bring back masks and distancing and um, hand sanitizer, you know, all those things that we need to do. Um, but that still is, I think, everyone getting married in this time. That is your greatest fear that, you know, a week after your wedding, you get the news that someone tested positive and everyone has to go get tested and just you know, the worst, not even just the the shame and the, the guilt of everyone testing positive, but God forbid someone gets sick or something like that. Just, oh, I don't even want to go down that path. It's it's scary. Um, so for us, prioritizing that health and safety and minimizing the risks for ourselves, for our guests, for our vendors was super, super important. You also want to prioritize relationships. And this is something I've said on lots of past episodes of the podcast. And by that, I mean, you know, valuing your 15 year long friendships, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your aunts and uncles, valuing those things more than a one day wedding, you know, like don't end a friendship over the fact that um, your groomsman forgot his tie or doesn't know how to tie uh, or put a pin a boutonniere or wasn't able to come to your party in Vegas, whatever it is. Um, but I don't think you should prioritize relationships at the expense of health and safety. There has been a ton of rhetoric um, of people in the, I don't know, anti-vax, vaccine hesitant camp that's just saying, you know, oh, there's so much hate. There's so much division. We just need to love each other. We just need to accept one another. Um, there is a way to be kind without endangering other people's lives. And I believe it is truly the most loving thing you can do by protecting others and protecting yourself, by getting vaccinated, by helping us get over this um, coronavirus and you know get to a place where everyone can be safe, can go to school. Like, I don't understand how that is a hateful or divisive thing to, <laughs> to, to be helping stop the spread of this horrible, horrible, pandemic. Um, so I, I really don't understand that rhetoric. And I and I think it's, yeah, it's the most loving and kind thing you can do to get vaccinated and to help protect other people. Um, so there is, yeah, there's a way to prioritize relationships and be kind and be a nice person, um, but not at the expense of the health and safety of yourself, of your guests, of your vendors. Lastly, I will remind you just to come back to your own priorities for your wedding and for your marriage. So being true to yourselves, you know, the things that are really important to you and your partner, just your values, your morals, you know, you don't want to compromise things like that for your wedding day. Um, also doing things that focus on your love and commitment. You know, the whole point of the wedding day, it's about the two of you. It's about those vows you're going to share about your relationship. 
um, other things that are important to you on your wedding day? Are you, you know, super big foodies? Are you really into the dance floor? So if those are the things that are most important to you, how can you make decisions that prioritize those things? So for example, if you have to switch vendors, um, let's say you're, I don't know, your florist drops out last minute, kind of going back to your priorities. Okay, do we really care about flowers? No, no, we don't. Maybe we're just going to scrap them all together. Maybe we're just going to go with, you know, whoever gets back to us first or whoever's in budget, looking at this as an opportunity of, hey, how can we save some money since we didn't really care about flowers anyways, that sort of thing. So just coming back to those main priorities for your wedding day, the things that actually um, are going to matter to you that are going to mean something long term and doing, you know, whatever you can to not invite any extra stress or drama. So if the decision you're making, this hard, very hard decision um, is going to be more stressful for you, is adding more work, more drama, more worry, then I don't think that is the right decision. So once again, just sort of going through those lessons, choose the path of least resistance, something that feels good to you, something that's going to help you sleep at night, something that's going to give you that sense of relief. Prioritize the mental and physical health and safety of yourself, your guests, and your vendors. Prioritize your relationships, but not at the expense of health and safety. The most loving thing you can do is get vaccinated. Um, And remember your priorities for your wedding, for your marriage, and what's most important to you. Don't invite in any extra stress or drama. Lastly, I will just say, if you are in the middle of wedding planning and having to make these very hard decisions, um, or if you're not there yet, I'm sure some hard decisions are coming. My heart goes out to you. This is um, this is a shitty thing to be dealing with. It's not fun. And I'm sure even if it was non-COVID times, there would be very hard decisions to make. And it's just, it's a reality of wedding planning. It's what happens when you plan a big event for lots of people that costs tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> There's going to be really tough decisions. Um, my heart goes out to you. I hope you are able to keep some of those lessons in mind that they're helpful for you and I hope it gives you some uh some I don't know some relief some support to know that there's someone out there who is going through the exact same thing that you are and is sending you lots of love and wisdom and you will get through this you will get married and that is the most important part that you and your partner you know you get married well everyone's health and safety probably more important than that but on the wedding day your job is just to get married so as long as that happens you've done everything right congrats thank you so much for listening to this episode of the unconventional wedding planning podcast i really appreciate it and i hope you found the episode helpful if you really want to make my day you can leave me a rating and a review follow along so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend about the show remember you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.